For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. You're listening to Daybreak. Princeton has released a report evaluating its diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts, and an important infrastructure bill passed through Congress over the weekend. It's Monday, November 8th. Last month, the university released an update on its diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. To learn more, Daybreak's Hope Perry sat down with Gabriel Bear, who has been covering the story for The Prince. I'm Gabriel Robert, and I'm a contributing writer in the news section. Okay, so you are publishing a piece about the diversity, equity, and inclusion report. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Because that's pretty broad. Yes. So uh, last month, the university published, it said, the diversity, equity, and inclusion report, uh, which described a lot of what the school has done in the last year, the last academic year, uh, to promote those values of diversity, equity, and inclusion, and to combat our history and our present of, of systemic racism. Um, and that was largely in response to an open letter, uh, a very um, important open letter, which was sent by the faculty to President Eisgruber uh, last summer, July 4th, 2020. And I was looking into in this article how well um, the report responded to the demands made in that article and what the university still has to do to promote diversity, equity, and inclusion on campus and, and in the community. Okay, so what were some of the, your findings? Can you outline maybe the one that you were most surprised by? Something uh, that was really surprising to me was that while the university has been focused on bringing in more um, faculty of color and and in and uh, improving diversity in the in the professoriate and among uh, other people in the faculty, where that is mostly happening is in non-tenured faculty. Um, tenured faculty are still mostly white people, um, whereas a lot of the changes are currently happening uh, in faculty in faculty that are still not getting tenure. Um, so f- it, it is going to take what um, what Professor Andrew Cole has described as a moonshot effort to actually get this to be a change in the long term rather than uh, something that is sort of a, a, a more superficial, short-term progress. Got it. Is there anything you want to add? I, I would like to say that the university did respond to a lot of the, the demands made into the letter, like um, there is now public acknowledge- acknowledgments that the university is on Lenape land, um, and there are a lot of initiatives on campus that you can read about in the article um, that have been created in the last year, um, which did respond to demands made in the letter. Great. Thank you so much, Gabe. Thank you. In headlines from the weekend, a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill passed through the House of Representatives on mostly party lines and will move to President Joe Biden's desk for enactment. The bill includes funds to improve roads, bridges, railways, water supplies, and internet access across the country. However, it is significantly smaller than the original plan that the president hoped to enact. Additionally, Biden hoped to pay for the spending through increased taxes on wealthy Americans and corporations, but Congress has so far declined to pursue those. Biden still seemed pleased with the result, stating that the plan is, quote, a once in a generation investment in America, unlike anything we've done since we built the interstate highway system and won the space race. And at least eight people were killed and hundreds more injured during a crowd surge on Friday night at rapper Travis Scott's Astroworld Music Festival in Houston, Texas. Panic broke out after the crowd began surging forward towards the stage where Scott was performing, leading to injuries and death. Many of the victims were very young, with the youngest reportedly being just 14 years old. Houston police have announced an investigation into the surge, and the rest of the festival was canceled. Expect a sunny and clear day tomorrow with a high of 64. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Eli Costa and Maddie Lawstead, and produced under the 145th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. Have a wonderful day.